What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to a new week's episode of the Know Your Worth podcast. Super excited you guys are here. If you're new, welcome. If you're a reoccurring listener, welcome as well. I'm glad you guys are here. Today's episode is something that's super impactful and something that took me 20 years to learn and 20 years to realize how important these concepts are. Um, And I've always valued these things, but I don't think I truly understood them until I was about 20 and I gained more perspective and I talked to older people and I just understood where they were coming from. And the first topic is going to be giving without expectation. And I want to give credit to the books that I've read, the podcasts I've listened to, and the mentors that I've had in my life that have taught me this. And the most successful people that I know that are fulfilled, the most successful people that I know that are happy, joyful, and enjoy what they're doing, those are people that have been giving without expectation. And I think the concept of it sounds weird. It's like, if I want to give, shouldn't I expect people to do the same thing for me? And the answer is no. Because when you're, when you're giving with expectation, you're not doing out of the genuine, um, the genuine approach that you should be doing it. And you're not doing it out of the kindness of your heart, which is what's important. And you should never give with the idea that someone has to give back to you in order for it to be meaningful. Because then we're never giving for the right reasons. And whether that be something that's really big or something that's really small, I don't think that it matters. Now, I think what comes from giving without expectation is people trust you. And the idea might sound flawed. And obviously, in that process, there might be someone that takes advantage of you, which it's unfortunate, but it's going to happen no matter what you do in this world. So we move on from it. But I think the idea is that when you give to someone and they know you're being genuine, they're doing it, you're doing it out of the kindness of your heart and you just want to see them better themselves. People are going to know that. People are intuitive and we don't give ourselves credit for it. For it. Jeez, I can't speak. So in doing so, people are going to say, okay, this is a good person. They want to see me succeed. Why would I not want to help them out? And I can give you a great example. If, and this has been true for me. It's been true for people that I've worked with. When someone is, uh, you know, let's just say they're head marketer for a company and they're trying to recruit social media influencers, for example, okay? Because it pertains to me. So I just want to show you, show you guys what I mean by this. If someone reaches out to me and says, hey, we have a product, um, we want to send it to you. If you can just pay for shipping, uh, we'd appreciate that. And then, you know, if you get a certain amount of views on the post that you give, then we'll, we'll work with you. And that's just not a genuine approach. And nor does it make that person want to go, oh, you know what? I want to help these people out. Whereas on the other end, on the other side of the spectrum, if someone says, hey, we got a product, we think it's really good. We'd love to get your feedback. We really value your opinion. We love your content. Then I'm going to go, okay, I want to work for this person. I want to help them. Let's see if their product's any good. And if it is, I'll definitely endorse them. I'll help them out because they're coming from a genuine place. And they're not asking for anything in me, anything from me in return. They're just asking, hey, can you give us your opinion on this product? It's not, hey, you need to post this many times. Hey, you need to do this, 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 this. So in doing so, I feel a need that I want to help them out because all they're trying to do is just get some feedback, right? So that's just a, a, a very small example, but it goes for anything in your life. It's like if you if you want to help people, and you want people to do something for you in return, and you want them to have your back, be genuine, don't expect anything from them, and just do it because you're a good person, and because you know that they're a good person, and you see the potential in them, or a way for them to better themselves. So that's the way I've always looked at it, um, and I think, unfortunately, now in anything that we do, even the most successful business people that I've seen, the most successful marketers, the most successful um, entrepreneurs, a lot of them, unfortunately, have that mentality that well, I'm not going to give to you unless you pay me a certain amount of money. And you do get to a point where it's like you can't do everything. So some of it becomes monetary. Like if, you know, um, if you can't pay me a certain amount, I'm going to go do this other gig that will. I get it. 
but I don't think you can ever be too big to help people. And I think that's where it gets extremely flawed and that's where people fail is because you think that you're, you know, your shit doesn't stink and you're better than everybody else and you stop giving and that's why people grow in the first place. The more people you help, the more successful you're going to become. And I learned that from one of my mentors. He said, uh, success is just a scorecard for how many people you want to help or how many people you help. And when I heard that, I said, it's true. It's like the most successful people you see, again, people that are fulfilled and happy and that are giving, enjoying what they're doing, not just people that work 120 hours a week and they hate their life, but they're millionaires. That's not happiness. But the people that help the most people, like Tony Robbins is a great example. He feeds millions of people a year, hundreds of millions of people a year. He helps people to seminars every single time. He helps people that read his books. He helps people listen to his podcast. He gives, he gives, he gives, he gives, he gives, he gives. And in return, you know, he gets a lot of joy and fulfillment and happiness and obviously a lot of monetary gain, but they kind of go hand in hand, which is what, what's cool about that. It's like, he's doing what he loves and he's making money at the same time. And that's ultimately, I think that's bliss. Like if you can do that and create that in your life, I think that's what we should all be searching for. And some people never find that. It's unfortunate, but it's not just going to come to you if you don't put in the work. So anyways, that's just uh, my thoughts on giving without expectation. And when I've done that in my life, I can tell you, and I'm not perfect with it, but the times that I have, I've always seen a return from it. And people have always wanted to help me out. So I'm going to continue to do it as much as possible and be acutely aware of the fact that it does work. So I just want to share that with you guys. And when I made that shift, like I said, it made a drastic change in my life. Um, Second thing I want to talk to you guys about, because I just watched a, a podcast about this uh, Dwayne Wade, if you guys are familiar with him, he played for the Miami Heat for a long time. And uh, obviously at the end of his career, he bounced around a little bit. But he uh, has three kids, I believe. And one of them, when he was eight, came out and told uh, Dwayne Wade that he was gay. And since then, now she is 13, uh, ended up that she wanted to transition. Or he wanted to transition, rather. And obviously, as an athlete, you know, in that world, I was in that world. It's always, oh, in the locker rooms, it's like, oh, that's gay or you're a faggot, which is really unfortunate. I've never condoned that, but it does happen. And um, her, hearing his perspective on it was super cool because he had to kind of take a step back and be like, you know, I've done those things, but I love my child more than anything in the world, so let me hear them out. And he just was encouraging. And I, I've recently been getting a lot of questions on my TikTok about, because when I post my videos, it's usually pertaining to man and woman relationships. And I have nothing against if you're part of the LGBTQ plus and I have nothing against if you want to be in a gay committed relationship. Absolutely. Like not at all. I support it actually a lot. And I think when someone can come out and say, yes, you know, I'm gay or I want to transition or whatever it is, you know, I don't know all, I don't know if I want to call them identifications at this point, but I don't know a lot of the lingo. I don't know a lot of the, uh, you know, like a demisexual. I didn't know what that was until just today. And I still don't really know what it is. I'll be honest with you, but I support it as long as it's not, you know, hurting anybody. And if you feel happy being that person, that's what's important. As long as you're not causing harm and saying, you know, I, I identify as a tiger. Obviously there's ramifications of that both for legal purposes and for someone's mental health. I don't think that that's good, but I do think that you should inherently be who you are and be what's true to you. So if that's you being gay, then go do it. That's who you are. You should love yourself for it. And the sad part is, is when people come out and they say that they've for years been hiding it because they didn't feel like they could openly express that to their parents or their family or their siblings or whoever it may be. That's the part that's terrible. And that's the part that breaks my heart personally, because I have people in my family. Um, I've had friends. I, you know, right out of high school, I had a friend that transitioned and we had no idea. And he told us that he'd been holding it in since he was, you know, 13 or 12. And I'd known him since that time. 
we had no idea, you know, he was, he was with girls and, um, just didn't know. So sometimes you don't. And he was just so afraid in high school to come out and expose that because he didn't want to be ripped apart. And I don't blame him, especially where we're at, um, in the U S you know, the state that I live in. So totally understandable, but it's unfortunate. It shouldn't have to be the circumstances. And I think that, like I said, you should, we live one life. And if you feel that you are a certain way or you want to be a certain person, then you should do that as long as you're not causing harm to other people. So when I get those questions on my TikTok, it's that I'll be like, you know, well, what if your son's gay? Then I will 100% support him. Or what if my daughter's lesbian? I will 100% support her. But the reason that I don't post those videos, and I do mention it sometimes, I'll say, you know, pertain to the fact that my kids are straight, because who knows, it might not be. But I'm just going off of what the majority of um, the US and the majority of the world is, because more, more people can relate to that. And I'm not trying to X out the people that are gay or the people that are transgender. Not, not at all. Like I told you, I support you. I'm here for you. And I'll back you up in your community 100%. But I'm just trying to relate to the people that um, are of the masses because, like, a lot of those people follow me. Like, I have a lot of girl, straight girls that follow me. And I know that. Like, I know my following. And so I'm not trying to push away or, or demean anybody or say you're not as good as, uh, if you're gay, you're not as good as these people that are straight. Not at all. So I don't want people to think that I'm, you know, trying to be disrespectful or rude or, you know, I'm homophobic. Not at all. I promise you, I was not raised that way. Um, and my mom told me openly since I was a young kid, she said, you should support people for who they are. You don't judge a book by its cover and you don't know someone until, you know, you've really seen, um, who they are at their darkest moments, which is really unfortunate, but it's true. And it takes years to get to know someone to that level, in my opinion. And so just don't judge people is my biggest thing. Like I've been taught that since I was really, really young. And that plays into not just sexual orientation, but also, um, you know, religion heavily, heavily, heavily. And those two are interlinked a lot of times, unfortunately, when it comes to judgment. But in religion, especially, and I've talked about this in the past, is if you're not part of my religion, you're not as good as me. And that's not what religion's about. That's not what life is about. And that's the unfortunate part. So when people ask me, what are your thoughts on religion? I think religion's a beautiful thing. I think that if you can believe in something of a higher power and it helps you, that's awesome. That's what we should all be searching for. And if your version of that is a guy in the sky or your version of that is, you know, an energy in the universe, that's awesome. If it helps you, that's what's cool. So I think that part of it's awesome. But the part I don't like is when someone is part of religion and they say, you know, because you don't believe in the same things that I do or because our version of God is different or because X, Y, Z, my thoughts are better and you're not as, you're not equal as a person. That's not good. And that's where there's a lot of problems. So that part I don't like, and that goes for anything. But what I ask is, if you don't agree with somebody, um, learn from them. And that's the shift, other shift that I made when I was like 20. Is I said, if I don't agree with someone, let me understand where they're coming from, and maybe I'll get a better idea. Because even though I still not, might not agree with it, I'm not going to judge them for it, because at least now I have an understanding. And I know why they have the thought process that they do. So when someone comes at me and says, you know, I don't agree with your stance on religion, which is to share with you guys, you know, I don't care, I'm open about it. Um, I don't believe in... I believe in a higher power, a higher being. Obviously, I don't know how we would be here if we didn't have it. But for me, if I haven't seen something, it's really hard for me to believe it. So I don't know if that's a man with a beard. I don't know if that's a guy in the sky. I don't know what it is. Um, But for me, I just believe that it's a higher power in the universe or it's an energy, one of the two. So that's my version. Um, But to say I believe in religion, no, not really. Um, I do believe in spirituality, which plays into religion. And I think people should embrace that more because spirituality is really just about bettering yourself mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. So that's what's important to me. 
And if you don't agree with that, again, I don't care. That's fine. But don't judge me for it because I don't judge you. If you're, you know, Christian, uh, if you believe in Muhammad, whatever it is for you, like I, I support you in it as long as you don't put me down for what I believe in. So I think we need to practice that a little bit more. And I can tell you once I started doing that, not only did I learn a lot, but also it was uh, eye-opening for me to get to meet new people and and say, you know, it's like it's free of judgment. I just want to have an open conversation with you. And even if I don't agree with you, I still would like to be like, it doesn't mean you can't be friends with someone um, or you can't be acquaintances or you can't be uh, close, closely associated with someone just because you guys don't believe in the same things. And unfortunately, I think in society, we're told that that isn't the truth. It's like, if you don't believe in the same things, you can't get to know that person. You shouldn't be friends with them and you shouldn't associate with them because they're going to, you know, corrupt your mind um, in a sense, which to a degree, like association is extremely important, but I think it's also the perception that you have of that person. So the last thing I just want to touch on real quick was just about religion playing into that is uh, I grow, I grew up and I'm still growing up in a place that's heavily and densely populated with um, the LDS culture, the LDS religion. And I have family in it. My mom was in it and I understand it very well. So I can tell you openly, I can see both sides because I wasn't raised LDS but I was raised in the culture. And unfortunately, what I've seen is a lot of kids that have committed suicide because they can't come out and openly say that they're gay. Um, Or I've seen a lot of kids that rebel against their parents so much to a point where they go down a very deep hole and they're in rehab for the rest of their life. And I'm not saying that this is every LDS family because it's not, or any religious family in general. But I think unfortunately, it creates this environment where it's if you're not perfect, then you can't speak. And that's an unrealistic expectation and no one is that person. So... As a parent, I think it's really important, but also as a kid, I think if you can go to your parents, as scary as it may be, and I've been there, so believe me, I I can tell you this from experience, is being honest with your parents, even though it might suck in the moment, it's going to play out for you better in the long run, and if you're not living your peace, it's your life, so you're going to be absolutely miserable. So yes, the responsibility is on your parents to be encouraging and be open and, and have that environment at home where you can come and talk to them and be just who you are genuinely and not be afraid to speak your truth. But if your parents can't do that, and if your parents aren't being that person, for one, I would start with trying to encourage them to do that, or just openly start having conversations with them. And then if they're going to judge you to a level where you can't handle it, then don't share that with them, you know, but um, at the end of the day, I wouldn't just quit that easily and just say, oh, my parents don't understand me, I'm just going to stop talking to them. Because I've been there as well. Um, And it's, it's a pretty dark place to be in when you can't speak with your parents openly. Because they're supposed to be your best friends, it's supposed to be your support system, and some parents have the view that you're my parent or uh, you're my son or you're my daughter or whatever it may be, and you're just that. We're not friends. You can't talk to me. I'm here to discipline you, and I just think that's wrong. And I can tell you from experience again. I've uh, I grew up in a household where I was open, and my mom was free of judgment. No matter what we did, no matter how bad it was, she told us she wouldn't judge us, but we would work through it. And I never rebelled because I knew that I didn't have to. I knew no matter what I did, my mom was there for me. She would support me no matter how bad I messed up, no matter how, like, no matter what dumb shit I did, she was there. She would tell me she loved me for who I was as a person and not based on what I just done. So I encourage that 100%. And if your parents can't do that for you, use that as an example, but also find people in your life that can support you because it's really, really important. Um, And then be that parent that you didn't have. I think that's kind of what I've learned from looking um, how other parents associate with their kids, how they treat their kids is what can I take away from that? And how do I want to raise my children? So that'd be my advice. And, um, 
I know it's a little bit shorter one, but these were two important topics and they're not super broad. Like I could go deeper into them, but I just want to get the point across and just bring awareness to it. Cause I think it's, it's very sad. It's very unfortunate, especially when it comes to, um, people not being able to be open in their religion or just to their household in general. And I just want to bring more awareness to it. I think it's super unfortunate. And as someone that's straight, um, I want to, and again, someone that I've talked about in the past is someone that's white. Um, I obviously stand up for, uh, black lives matter and I have a lot of, you know, people of color that I'm close with and it broke my heart to see a lot of the stuff that's going on and the movements that have been going on. And I think all we can do is try and understand where they're coming from. And that's really all they've been trying to tell us for the past, you know, 50, 60, 70 years is you guys don't understand where we're coming from and you've never tried. So I think it's the same thing when it goes with, uh, if you're a straight person to understand where these people that have, uh, openly come out and said that they're gay or that they want to transition, just trying to understand where they're coming from. And you might never, but at least you have their insight, you have their thoughts and you have their beliefs as, as to why they did what they did. So maybe you can find some common ground and try and support them a little better, but you just don't know if you don't ask. So that would just be my little, little tidbit on that. But Nonetheless, I love you guys. I appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. Always, As always, make sure to share the podcast with just one person that helps us grow. And uh, it helps me out a ton because I get to reach more people. I get more engagement. I get to talk to you guys. I get more feedback. So it really just all in all helps all of us. But uh, I appreciate you guys. I love you a ton. And I will talk to you guys next Sunday. Peace.